Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to DA Rockstars. Whether you've been with us a while or maybe you're first tuning in, we welcome you. Jules got to sit down with the woman behind the Dental Instruments Pocket Guide and it's absolute gold. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode and get to know Linda a little bit more. We are using the robot to find out more about Zen. Power features include more than 250,000 products and more than 200 distributors on the platform. Zen eliminates the need for placing orders on different websites. Zen price comparison. It's a feature that allows you to see price transparency all in one place. Access to special pricing. They use buying leverage to negotiate prices with Zen members. Same products or house brands are typically at 25 to 40% discount. Zen supplies gives you access to safety data sheets for all products in inventory with Zen. Either you are using iPad or desktop, MSDS will be at your fingertips. A simple feature allows you to see price transparency in one place. Entire order or individual product can be processed with a peace of mind. Did we mention free shipping on orders of $59 or more when purchasing from Zen Preferred Distributors? If you didn't like the product, you can always request a refund and return product for free. Are you ready to see Zen Supplies perform magic for your practice? Visit www.zensupplies.com. Hello, welcome dental assistant rock stars. This is Julie and today I have a special guest and this is like a really fun special guest. She, Linda Bartolomucci Boyd, is the author of our kind of, I call it our Bible for dental instruments for chair side. Like I don't know everything in here, but if I need to know something, this is where I go. So welcome Linda. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Hello rock stars. Nice to meet all of you. Hopefully someday I get to meet all of you someday at a We're conference. We're hoping maybe she'll come to the conference in October. We're gonna oh, that'd be Anna. great. The dance <laughs> conference, absolutely. That sounds like fun. Well, um, I appreciate, and I'm going to probably just, this is the new edition that will be coming out in, um, I think you could probably get it in April. You can do a um, pre-order on Amazon but right now, and it's basically the same. It's the same format. There's additional photographs and additional um, identification of some of the instruments and um, uh, equipment. So I'm gonna go through, first of all, I guess I should tell you a little bit about who yes. I am. Let's learn I've been, who you are and why am I? you're passionate <laughs> about dental assisting. I'm very passionate about dental assisting. I have to tell you, um, when I was in high school and I went to uh, my dental appointment and I saw the dental assistants and I went, oh, that's what I want to do. I want to be a dental assistant. And I, that passion has never left me. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. So um, I went to uh, UCLA, happened to have a, a dental assistant um, extension program. And so I did that. And then uh, that was in Southern California, obviously. And um, then I worked in Beverly Hills for eight years. And that was a wonderful experience. I worked for two doctors that were uh, from the dental school at uh, University of Southern California. And I learned so much about dentistry. It was absolutely wonderful. So um, that started my career. And um, of course, it was pretty exciting working in Beverly Hills, but um, yeah, very I can exciting. Imagine. <laughs> so then I moved to Northern California and decided that I wanted to get into teaching. Um, uh, so I went back to school and I had some college, but I went back to school and um, got my bachelor's. 
and then I taught at um, different community colleges in the uh, San Francisco Bay Area. It's very hard to get a full-time teaching position, uh, but I did. I um, had a teaching position at uh, Diablo Valley College, and it's by Walnut Creek. And prior to that, I worked at City Colleges of San Francisco and College of Alameda and several other colleges. But then when I started working full-time um, as a professor, it was wonderful, and I taught, oh gosh, all the different you know, dental materials, radiography, head and neck anatomy systems, the body, all of the, the things that you're taking that you need to know. And again, I've never lost that passion. And um, when I was teaching the students instruments, um, they kept saying, you need to write a book, you need to write a book. And what I did was I had five by seven cards and right. I laminated them. Mm -hmm. And I Velcroed the instrument on the back of these cards. <laughs> And <laughs> some of them were kind of heavy, like right. the oral surgery instruments, right? Yes. So, um, so um, and then there was a number on the card. So let's just say a mouth mirror, you know, and there was a, um, a paper that went along with it with two columns. Number one was a mouth mirror. And, and then I would give a, a, a little description of what a mouth mirror was. But if you didn't know what a mouth mirror looked like, you could go to the bin, pull the card, and there was the card with the Velcroed instrument on the back. So nice, that's how nice I system. That's how I started it, and so hence why the um, the chapters in this book and the, the first chapter is basic instruments, which is the mouth mirror explorer, cotton forceps, or cotton pliers. So that's how the the book began, and the um, publishing company actually was looking for someone to write this book. And so I did, I went on sabbatical to research in the United States, the most commonly used instruments. Because if you looked at a dental instrument catalog from some of the companies, there right. are thousands of instruments. Thousands. So I, I, yeah, and I wanted to put in the book, the most commonly used. Right. So I went, you know, the state of Washington, Massachusetts, California, different places around the United States to ask, you know, what are the instruments you use for amalgam? What are the instruments used for crown and bridge? That, and what do you use the instruments for um, extractions and perio or hygiene? Right. So that's how I came up with the instruments that are in this book. And of course, there are new instruments that come about. Right. But generally speaking, these, some of these instruments haven't changed for years. Decades. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's actually amazing. Yeah. So each section of your book, which is very lovely and I love it and I've used it to teach myself and I'm sure a lot of instructors over there, each student of mine was given this book. Um, and it has fantastic teacher resources, just so you know. Right. Yeah, it does. If you're part of Elsevier, it has some great, fantastic teacher resources. So each section of this book, when let's describe why and how you laid it out and what the purpose was so that we can help, you know, with the mouth mirrors, you have pictures and then you have this beautiful laid out description. Go through each category with me. Okay, um, I will, yes. Okay, thank you. And I, the reason for me, I, I like to learn in a very simple way. Tell me what I need to know and tell me the reason why I need to know it. And right. then it, it, it 
it makes more sense. So every single page of the written page is the same format because you don't, I don't want you to try to figure out how you're going to learn the instrument. Mm -hmm. Every single page is the same. So it starts out with the name of the instrument. Okay. Which and, is the actual name, not what doctors call it. <laughs> okay. Yes. Thank you. And I was going to say that because a lot of times, um, let's see an instrument that would be um, a, a Woodson, you know, it's a Woodson is kind of a universal instrument that's used a lot for LEDs. One end is a paddle, the other end is a plugger. And doctors will call that a plastic instrument. Right. You know, so it's, it's not, a, it's, it's because 100 years ago, for some reason, they used, well, they, not for some reason, they used plastic um, material. And right. so that name, the plastic instrument has just come up even with the young doctors. But I tried not to use names that were like, for instance, like a pair of jeans, you know, you know, blue jeans or blue jeans, but then there's all these brands. And so right. I tried to use the actual name of the Names. instrument. Yes. Which is now, some because if you're taking your Dambies or any type of test, those names are going to be on that test, not what you exactly. are going to call it out in the real world. Exactly. And so what you learn, what the dentists learn in school or what anyone learns in school, when you go, I always say, when you go into an office, it takes a life of its own. So these names of these instruments could be different, but you need to know what the correct instruments are called. So um, first of all, then it's the name of the instrument. And then you have the function, the main function of the instrument. So what the instrument was designed for and usually what it is used for. And then the characteristics could be um, what um, another area or another procedure is that you would use this instrument or some very specific, like if it's double-ended, then I would describe one end as right. a paddle, one end as a plugger. So that's right. what the characteristics are. Whatever, whatever special characteristics that particular instrument has, that's what is in there. And, and then the next one is the practice note. The practice note will tell you what tray setup mm, this instrument okay. belongs on. The practice note is for the tray setup. Awesome. Right. So now, you know, like I said, some instruments are used in other areas, but, right. and at the, yeah, at the end of each chapter is an example of what a tray setup would look like for that those instruments in that chapter. Awesome. So at the end of each chapter is tray setup. So if you're struggling with your tray setups, go to the end of the chapter. Right. Now, every dentist likes different instruments for their tray setups, but right. basically this is an example of what that would look like. And of course the tray setups, the way it's set up, or if you use a cassette, it's used in the, usually the sequence of use. So you're going to have your basic setup. And then if you need to have like a, spoon excavator then mm -hmm. you would have that or whatever other instruments come after that so the important thing is to know the instruments to know the function to understand which procedure it belongs right. to and then when you're assisting it it makes it easier if you don't know these instruments and you don't know the function it makes it difficult because our job as an assistant is to be one step ahead of the dentist so right if they're carving something, you know, ah, they're going to need this carver next. So a little funny story is this doctor that I used to work for for a while, I would hand him the instrument. He'd look at it. He'd look at me and he says, 
I guess I need this one because you're giving this to me. Because it's like almost I knew before he, before knew he did. He yeah. Did. And that's, yep. that's a goal to have as an assistant. And that's, that's what makes you a really good assistant. We don't want to be a regular old assistant. We just, we want to be the best assistant. We want to do best ahead. Practice. One step ahead all the time. Yeah. So then um, after the uh, practice note, which, you know, it's the tray setups yep. um, or procedure, then it's the sterilization note. Which and I love, and you've, and, you've, and you've added this since a couple, it went editions ago, because I know my original book that I have does not have this. So this is a good thing because there's a ton of questions assistants have on how to properly sterilize or disinfect an item. And some yes. of them are reusing things that should not be used or sterilizing them improperly. So the longevity of that item is not going to go long, longer ways. Yes, sterilizing instruments is extremely important to me, and it should be to everyone. Mm -hmm. And that the processing of instruments is first we have to pre-clean, because if that's one of the one of the important things of an instrument is you need to pre-clean it. You have to get all the debris off because right. if you leave debris on the instrument and you sterilize it, the the bacteria that's underneath the debris is not sterilized. You can't just flick off the material after it's sterilized right. and think it's a sterilized instrument. That's not, that's not proper. So in this sterilization note, I have very explicit, it's pre-cleaning, and then you wrap it or put it into cassette. And then you have to put um, the indicator in there right right to then know if it at least reached the temperature now once a week you have to do the spore testing to be sure that the sterilizer is um getting to the right temperature right. and actually they're sterilizing and killing the spore bearing bacteria absolutely once a week right and if so, you have more than one autoclave it's each autoclave every week. <laughs> so actually that I don't have in the sterilization note, if you have two autoclaves, then when you're um, identifying and putting um, the, the cassette or the wrapped instruments into the sterilizer, you need to put in there, you need to put a note saying which sterilizer right. you sterilize this in, because you need to know if one sterilizer at the end of the week is not actually sterilizing, you need to know which instruments were in there. Yeah, we have, a, we have two autoclaves, so we have logs, and uh, we have dry erase boards of, of loads. So we keep track, just in the event That's that great. happens. Right, yeah. so if it's a cassette and you wrap it, you have to put the indicator on the inside as well as the tape on the outside. Right. Because right. when it comes out of the sterilizer, you need to verify that the color on the tape is changed. And then when you, when the patient is in the chair and you unwrap the cassette, you need right. to verify that the inside has also changed as well. Absolutely. So, you know, it sounds like a lot, but you get into routine and it- And you, habits. And habits, and it's, it's what you need to do. And you can't, this is, you can't make a mistake. Right. There's no room for mistakes. You have to do what you, this is the best practice, you really do. Yeah. And sometimes we get hurried 
-hmm. you know, people are giving you a lot of pressure. And, you know, one thing that is really important to me is integrity. And I think about all the things that you, you see on the internet. Integrity is, is doing the right thing when no one is looking. And I was thinking about integrity and I was thinking, okay, everyone says that, but what does that mean? Sometimes that's some, sometimes words are empty. Right. I think the word that's attached to integrity is courage. I think it takes courage to always have integrity. And you're going to be confronted. I've been confronted through my career about, no, we don't need to do that. Yes, you do need to do that. It's doing it what's right, courage. even though someone's pressuring you to do it wrong. Exactly. Or we don't have time to do that, mm. right? Absolutely. I've been, I've been there, you know? So that's why I've, I think that it takes courage to have integrity, you know, yeah. to, to really do the right thing. So your book has how many chapters? Has 21 chapters. 21 chapters. And what is your favorite chapter? Like what one do you, when you have to revise and edit this book that you're like, oh, I can't wait to because there's so many advances or, you know, I just want to tweak it just a little bit more. Oh, I don't even know if I have a favorite <laughs> chapter. <laughs> um, I, and the thing is that uh, people ask me, well, how are you going to make the new edition better? Well, you know, I have ideas and, you know, you go to the conventions and you, you find out what instruments or equipment is being used. And, right. you know, so you want to incorporate that if it's a piece of equipment that you know is going to be used fairly frequently. Right. Um, I love the technology. I think that is always great to incorporate technology into the chapters. Um, I think. And I, when I was a big, a big CIRAC, um, assistant. We still have oh, one. And okay. I was excited yeah. when that was added to the book. I was like, yes, it's in there. <laughs> right. And radiography, there's lots right. of, lots of, um, you know, new radiography equipment. That's really exciting. Uh, I, um, you know, there, it's kind of interesting. The, the topics that I love talking about is probably not the most exciting um, procedure to assist at that, but I love to talk about endodontics, as crazy as that is. <laughs> Where probably half the assistants out there are like, root canals, come on. I know, right, exactly. But there is a lot of moving parts in an endodontic procedure, and there's right. a lot of things to know about an endodontic procedure that maybe we're just not familiar with, and that's why it takes so long, and there's you know, I say there's sometimes there's not a lot for us to do during it because they're filing, 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 but there's a lot of modern advances now in endodontics. So there's a lot yes. of things coming, coming along that makes it, I think, more fun for us to do. So. And the diagnosing of whether a tooth needs to have a root canal is, it's huge. I mean, that's really exciting to talk about because the the diagnosis sometimes could be difficult on whether the tooth really needs to have a root canal or not. So um, I'm not sure. Um, I, I like the last chapter on, um, that's the last chapter that I added was on blood pressure and Ooh, the pulse that's a good one. That's mm -hmm. a good one because a lot of times we don't think about doing that or we don't know how to do it. I mean, we we're trained to, but we, if we don't do it consistently, sometimes we forget how to. So it's good right. that you put that in there of how to use an automatic blood or how to do it. Did you put it in there? How to, let's see, do it. Yep. 
with the manually automatically right yes yeah non-automatically the old school way as i should say (laughs) right because sometimes the automatic um ones don't actually are not accurate but one thing i do have in there is you need to be sure that you use the correct size of the the blood pressure yeah because um if it's not the right size for the patient then you're going to give a false reading Yes. Oh, you even put an EKG, EKG machine. EKG, right. Because uh-huh. a lot yes. of people use the pulse oximeter for the um, sedation dentistry. Right. right. And some of the assistants might not even know how to read it or what to look for or what are, is normal with it. And the EKG. So in California, that's one of the things that you can do as a registered dental assistant is you, you can't diagnose an EKG, but you need to be able to read it to know that the patient is maybe in trouble or not normal or that it's different from the beginning of the procedure to the middle of the procedure. So that's one of the things that that we're um, able to do as a registered dental assistant. And um, yeah, it's, it's actually important to know. It's, um, you know, you're not supposed, we're not supposed to diagnose, So, but you really right. need to, there's a fine line. Okay, I'm not allowed to diagnose, but I need to say, that this patient, something's not right with the EKG or the pulse oximeter. oximeter. Yeah, so um, yeah, as the chapters, yeah, as the chapters go on, they get a little bit more um, in, um, more complicated, I guess. So l- let's just talk about the oral surgery. Uh, there's three of those. So right. there's a general, general oral surgery chapter that whether you're doing period, whatever surgery you're doing, you're gonna need these instruments. And then the next chapter is actually extraction. So there's the forceps that you would use for maxillary, mandibular, molar, premolar, and there's those. And then, and what's really nice that I didn't talk about is on the written page, there's a cameo picture. Yes. And that cameo picture shows you the instrument being used. So now we yes, know the name little, of the instrument. Little right. thing here. Right. Yep. So we know the, the name of the instrument, its basic fun- functions, some uh, special characteristics. We know how to sterilize it. Now we're actually seeing the instrument being used. So I think that's really important to know. It's like, okay, so I know all these. So where's it? how's it being used in the mouth? Absolutely. Now, some of the pages, I don't have room to have a picture. And some, my goal is to try to get as many of these cameo pictures as possible. Okay. Um, Taking the photographs is pretty, my dining room is like this photographic. <laughs> the dental studio. photographic hall. It's like the, the, the dental photographic room. I can imagine I all pictures and, and pictures <laughs> you know, that you might not be able to get because sometimes it's hard just to get the right angle and, and you know, maybe it's not right. done all the time and, you know. Or take- you have to do it in the patient's mouth. And so it's hard for me to bring the photographer to the dental office. That's, that's a problem, you know? Yeah. So a lot of times I'll get it from other textbooks if I can. Yeah. So, so how often once, you know, one, every school that or educator should be giving this to their students or included in their books. Right. I mean, it's really important, even though they go through the modern dental assisting book, all those instruments are not in that book. You know, this is a separate, right. you know, 
pocket guide, like you have said, where all the instruments that are in your modern dental assisting educational book are not going to be as detailed as in, in this. So this is really a good added function for every dental assistant educator out there. Or even if you're not in a dental assisting program and you've just started out and you can't, can't get the, your hands on a bigger book, this is your next go-to to definitely have this put it in. I always think of it like, even though it's a little heavy, those doctors that are residents yeah. pull out and they're flipping through all this stuff. This is what we need to do. Exactly. So the, what, what you just said is one of the, one of the reasons why I actually wanted to do this book was because in modern dental assisting, the instruments are in there. Actually, most of the photographs in there, mm -hmm. if you actually look, they're from my textbook and they, okay. they give me credit. Yeah. But, um, so they're dispersed throughout the book, but there's not, it's, that's why I did this because this is a comprehensive book on just instruments. Right. You know, and, and, sometimes it's, it, and it, it's so well laid out that you won't have time to pull out your big book and look through the root canal section or the endodontic section when you can just go here and go and keep flipping. So it's really right. a great tool. It's in now's a time since maybe some of us are, you know, relaxed and re you know have some downtime on our hands not that we want to that we take and go through this book and start refamiliarizing ourselves with the instruments in our practice to better see how we can help our doctors right and one of the things is that the reason that i don't have any words on the picture is because i want you to use this as an index card like a flip chart so you can look at this instrument and test yourself and then you know what the answer is on the other side so you do it as like an index card you know so that's one of the reasons why i did it in this way where there's no words with the picture at all because it's all if there's if there's arrows on this one two three four it's down in the text part awesome and you can match that awesome yeah. So Linda, where can we, I know the seventh edition is coming out and you can get it on Amazon, but there are the sixth and the fifth editions as I looked last night on Amazon still. Yeah. Still some yes. copies available. Um, so you can get the sixth edition and, and you said the seventh edition will be out when? I think, and well, they told me it was going to be out in March, but it's still on pre-order. So um, okay. I think April, mm -hmm. yeah, soon. It should yes. be out soon. Yeah. And the, the thing that's um, different in this is I have more identification of the parts of the instrument and equipment. I have more um, like 80 plus new photographs, just awesome. maybe um, taking a better picture of some of the instruments that were already in here. And the sterilization note, it means the same and the end result is the same, but it's a little clearer. I spend a lot of time making that very precise and get, the guidelines from the um, Center for Disease Control, the MMWR, anything you ever want to know about what you do in the dental office as far as infection control, you can just type in MMWR and go to the dental and everything, I mean, it'll tell you what your nails are supposed to look like, what your right. hair is supposed to be like, everything. And I, as crazy as this seems, um, when I start reading that, it's almost addicting to me. I just want to keep reading it, <laughs> even though I know it's in there. Well, yeah. you know, it's funny because you, you, I think every time I go back and read it and go over the infection control processes, I find something else I didn't catch the first time. 
you know, because I'm right. trying to absorb it all, but you can't absorb it all when you read. And I just have to keep reading it and going back to one section about wearing gowns or wearing the mask and how to properly don't and all that stuff. And I'm like, Oh, right. this is, Oh, I missed that the first time and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's just becoming more aware and, you know, with your, your guides and all your books and your resources. Now I think is the time for us to kind of maybe even take an hour a day and focus on our careers. Even if we're not in them right now in a practice, take an hour a day, whether you are sitting at home, reading through your modern dental assistant or your dental instrument pocket guide or on watching a CE webinar or something just to keep yourself familiar and fresh and maybe even better than the day before, because I really don't think now's the time for us to, Oh, I'm going to be off for the next six weeks to kind of just do nothing with our careers, you know, right. keep yeah, it relevant. Really, yeah. It's really important to do that. And you know, you go through, just choose a chapter. Yeah. And go, go through that chapter. If you look at the whole book and go, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to know all these instruments. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. But take it a, a chapter at a time. And don't be so hard on yourself. Just some of these instruments are harder to learn than other instruments. And one day, a light bulb is going to go off. And right. all this studying that you've done is kind of, oh yeah, I know what this is. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. So trust me, that will happen. But you have to work at it and just right. keep doing it over and over again. And that will happen for sure. Yeah. I had to laugh because a couple weeks ago, I, I've you know been in dental assisting 28 years. And the assistant said, can you hand me a Minnesota? And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, a yeah. You know, like what? I'm like, what is, she's like a Minnesota. And I'm like, uh, okay. And you know, for a minute I forgotten that a cheek retractor that right. I call a cheek retractor is called that, you know? And I'm like, looking, I'm like, what does it look like? You know, like, <laughs> and she's I like, know, you know, yeah. the little thing. And I'm like the cheek. And then she said cheek retractor. And then I was like, oh, cause you forget the original name, you know? Right. And she's well, like, actually, you didn't know what it was. I'm like, had you said cheek retractor, I would have known what it was. Actually, if you go to the cheek retractor in the oral surgery a chapter, mm -hmm. you'll see that I call it cheek cheek. Oh, I can't say that cheek retractor. <laughs> so, down in the special characteristics, I mention that it's also called a Minnesota. Right. Okay. So I try to do that. Mm -hmm. So that this is the the basic generic name, but then it could also be called Minnesota. Yeah. I try to do that with instruments that are like that. Yeah. Yep. It was just so funny. And she's like, didn't you ever use one? And I'm like, oh no, I just had, you know, a brain cramp. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Linda, where can we find you or resources? Do you have a company or a website that they can find you on if they wanted more information or all your awesomest knowledge that you give? <laughs> well, I, I do. Um, I just secured a um email address and i haven't got it quite on yet but okay. um it's but right now my um and it's in that textbook that my old it's lr boyd okay. 47 at yahoo.com great so you can email me i'm working on the website um oh, good yeah I'm working on that. So, um, <clears throat> but just, you can email me at lrboyd, L-R-B-O-Y-D, 47 at yahoo.com. Yeah. Great. Be sure that you put up in the title 
don't know, pocket guide or something. Yeah, pocket guide. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you being on and I appreciate all Thank your you. knowledge of giving others and to any dental assistant out there, this is definitely a tool you want to have in your toolbox all the time, whether you have one at work and at home, sometimes right now we're going to need yes, them at home, exactly. right? So, right. but I appreciate you being on Linda and I look forward to You're seeing welcome. you soon. Thank you. And I welcome any questions that you might have. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of DA Rockstars. Thank you so much, Linda, for spending some time with us, dropping your pearls of knowledge, helping us all understand the pocket guide a little bit better. You guys should go check it out. As always, Jules Varney, Dental Assistants Rock Instagram, or the website DA Rockstars Podcast and Instagram, Dental Assistants Worldwide Group is where your people are. But until next time, keep on suctioning.